Like, there's nothing wrong with being a homo. I happen to be one myself, and it's fucking great. Janet. Brad. Janet. Dr. Scott. Janet. Brad. Rookie. Bullwinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Always check the meat. Yee, yee, yee. I like some of my smaller regrets. They sit like little security alarms in the back of my head going off when I'm close to making the same mistakes. There's one alarm that goes off from time to time before I sleep and it wakes me up to the day ahead. This alarm is one I will call, I should have kissed you at the Eiffel Tower because I'm a poet and really should not have missed that chance before I left Paris. That specific regret reminds me every day how lonely the day ahead will be without you. It is a constant regret that I will never forget as long as I live. And if I could get back to the number of moments that could have been made up of our mouths meeting, like the handshake between two countries swearing to a treaty of love, not out of war, but out of a greater peace, a union that erases borders like rain to sidewalk chalk. I would do it faster than yes. Regret shouldn't be the act of hopscotching over what should have been. What could have been our first kiss was a miss, only because I was scared of actually being in the presence of the right person. And there's no question why we were put near each other for that short period of time from such a marvelous distance. No, the only question is why we didn't act.
man, that song is so freaking good. You know what else is good? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) This is Go Fuck Yourself, presented by Echoplex Media, episode four. Thank you all for tuning in. If you like what you're listening to, please share this podcast and any of the other promotional information I'm about to share with you with your friends or with your enemies or with your frenemies. Um, You can find all of the Echoplex Media podcasts on your usual pod clouds, wherever you get your downloads. Um, You can also check out our 24-hour Echoplex music stream at echoplexmedia.com slash live. Who am I? I am your producer for the afternoon. My name is The Waffle Princess. You can find me on Twitter at Waffly Princess. That's waffle with a Y at the end, princess. And on Facebook at the Go Fuck Yourself podcast group. We have a couple of punctuation marks in the in the name of Go Fuck Yourself so that it'll pass through the censors. Um, <laughs> iTunes I, doesn't like you if you do the other thing. Yeah, iTunes doesn't like it when you spell out the naughty words. I think iTunes is a little bit Victorian in its approach. Mm. Mm. Who are you, ma'am? I am the Media Wench, and uh, you can find me at Ouija Queen on Twitter. Uh, you can also find Ecoplex Media and information about all of our shows on all of the social medias whenever we feel like posting them. Just look Ecoplex Media up in Google and you will find whichever one you desire. And we are joined today by a longtime Ecoplex Media contributor, but first time a Go Fuck Yourself virgin. Who are oh, you, ma'am? I'm loving it so far. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, ma'am? This is Jessa back on the mic. Jessa back on the mic? Well, Jess on the mic, but we can just call I you, am back. Can we just call you Jessa back? <laughs> Absolutely. Because, damn girl, you got some nice back. I got that Jessel back. I'm not going to lie. I've stood behind you at the caravan and just watched that back. Yep. Yeah. Working it. Working it. Working it. So, um. Are we doing, uh, we're going to start with the word of the day? Yes. Okay. Let's start with the fucking word of the day. Word God, of the day. I need a, I need a, I need a theme song because if you can't find anything better to say, here's the fucking word, word of, of the, the day. day. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and today we have a good old classic. We've got fetish. 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 We have, you know, mm. we have several uh, stories on the docket that have specifically to do with fetishes. This is a fantastic word of the day. There is a lot of confusion because of popular cultural media about what is a fetish and i hear the word overused a lot so let's talk miss jessa would you please read what what does uh, google tell us that the word fetish means well and they do get a kind of specific a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree abnormal degree to a particular object item of clothing part of the body etc so i think the word abnormal there doesn't refer to it being a deviation from a normal thinking i think what it means is a deviation from a normal amount of appreciation yeah exactly exactly for example i love shoes like i love looking at shoes i think the design of shoes is adorable but I don't get a boner when I see shoes. You don't want to yeah. fuck your shoes. Well, <laughs> like depending all around, <laughs> you know. Smell I don't them. sleep on a bi- and masturbate on a big pile of shoes, yeah. but there are many people who do. And there, is there something wrong with you if you have a fetish? No. no. 
no i have i'm mm, well well <laughs> yeah wait are you the waffling wench i'm the waffling wench today why because I, <laughs> I know i went through like a bunch of different scenarios in my head really quick and i was like am i do i have a do i asked myself that question do i have a fetish for anything and then based on that definition i would have to say no i don't so a lot of people uh, um swap the words fetish with obsession Right, okay, so well, you can say that I'm obsessed with cemeteries, but I don't want to fuck one. I'd like to fuck in them. Like so having sex in cemeteries. Is fun. More arousing to you to have sex in a cemetery than say having sex in your bed. Would that be more of a turn on? Yes, because it would be outside. So then But also that I mean this would be the same situation if I was outside anywhere. Like if okay. I was at a park or if I was like at a lake or something like that, if it was outside. And to me, I think that falls more under the category of like a kink or a desire. I just like, like cemetery. Something that you like, but you know, it's not something that's to an abnormal degree. It's not like you can only fuck in cemeteries. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, I think, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's ding, a big ding, ding, ding. What <laughs> is the difference between a k- fetish and a kink? So a kink is a sharp twist. Uh, well, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is, is why you is. pre-read things. No, it, it is. Would you mind uh, reading? All right. So uh, it's giving me a bullshit stiffness in the neck. No, like, no. Well, a kink could be stiffness in some other places. Mm, yum, yum, yum. You ever seen a turkey neck? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stay like that for long. <laughs> so I think I think a kink, knowing that a kink is a bend or a turn in something, mm-hmm. is a key component of the definition of a sexual kink. Like you have tendencies to do certain things. Okay, so know what I was going to ask you back to getting to sex in cemeteries. Okay. Because I'm sure half of our audience is, is getting a, is kind of have a, you know, is kind of like this right now. I have like, I have like a semi just thinking about it right now. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> um, do you, do you fantasize and masturbate to the thought of you having sex at a cemetery no then it's not a fetish okay okay i think that would right am i am i right in that 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 would make it a fetish like okay so yes obvious my question about would it be more exciting of course it'd be more exciting to be having sex anywhere else other than your bed Mm -hmm. um but do you fantasize about that and fap to that and if the answer is no then i think it's not a fetish it's just kind of a bonus yeah okay okay you're just adventurous icing on the icing on the cake (laughs) sprinkles on your donut (laughs) (laughs) all right so apparently kink is too much for webster just can't handle it (laughs) so kink uh as far as urban dictionary has it is just a sexual taste simple i like that that works yeah i think that's yeah that hits it pretty much on the nose, I think. So if you happen to have a like for shoes, like you get sexually aroused looking at shoes, that would be both a fetish and a kink. Right. There's crossovers. Can the, can the words be used interchangeably? That's I think that's a really good question. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was, when we first started, I was definitely thinking that, uh, that kink is a lesser version of a fetish, but now I think that they're probably equal. It's just that... Uh, because anything can be taken to a certain degree, you know, and then ha- 
it just depends on what kind of turn it takes after that. <laughs> Seems like it's kind of a square and a rectangle kind of thing, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's a good analogy. I like a square and a rectangle kind of uh, thing. You know, like uh, how a square a is a kind of is a kink. A kink is not necessarily a fetish. Yeah. Like maybe Lovely. you're into it, but it's not crazy. Like you're not abnormally yeah. into it. I like that. Okay, I like that. Well, a square is a kind of a rectangle, right? But yeah. a rectangle is not a square. Well, if a, if a rectangle wants to be a square. <laughs> Wait, did you Is just... Is it also a daddy-o? Did you just... Did you, <laughs> I was just going to say, wait, did you just assume my shape? <laughs> hey, I'm in shape. Round is a shape. That's right. My geometry is not up for debate. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I think we are going to get more into the talk about fetish as we get into our docket. But first, I'm going to play another song. I am so delighted that we, uh, for our, um, our music, we have access to the Local Love Library, which is all the best local music. In, by local, I mean the San Francisco Bay Area, Greater Bay Area, and beyond. And this is one of my absolutely favorite bands in the Bay Area. If you get a chance to see them, go see the Wyatt Act. And this song is brand spanking ah new uh it's called sex robot enjoy
I, for one, am looking forward to our new sex robot overlords. Uh, <laughs> coming soon to a shop near you. Coming, coming, you know, coming soon to an Amazon catalog near you. Um, <laughs> so at this point in the game, I would like to issue a retraction. Here at Ecoplex Media, and specifically here at Go Fuck Yourself, we aim to bring you only the highest... Gaps. <laughs> <laughs> quality information and entertainment however we occasionally make mistakes like i did last time like getting people's names wrong or we say something that folks may find offensive so i would like to retract anything that we may have said in the past anything we're currently saying or anything we may say in the future our goal here is to promote an open discussion and provoke people into thinking more deeply about topics of a sexual nature however if you find this truly offensive please Please get your information elsewhere and please kindly go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys. Well, no, I can't. I can't say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Because <laughs> you're assuming people's gender. No, because I don't want I don't want to encourage children to be masturbating to this. And I, sh- I certainly hope nobody under the age of 18 is listening to this. Like, I don't know. Maybe they are. So now we're going to do a new feature here on Go Fuck Yourself, which is called Fireside Smut Theater. Yes. Uh, plug in your Hitachis and grab your nipple clamps from oh. the freezer. We are, about freezer. To, we are about to play, actually, for our song. We're going to play, uh, well, I'll just play it. It's time to get into some groovy smut. I'm standing with my arms above my head, naked, while a group of elegant, sexy, older women laugh, point, and stare at me. I volunteered to be their guinea pig, exhibit A in their fun, kinky social experiment. Really, I'm the only exhibit, but I like to think of it think that if there were others I'd be the more prominent the sexiest, the best and the brightest I've never met most of them before but tonight before tonight but my mistress proposed they invite me as a token cock to liven things up a bit (laughs) (laughs) I really I've really no idea what they normally do it's a women's group and my mistress has alluded to it but kept details strictly under wraps. Mm. My turn? Your turn. Please. You could turn it down just a little bit more. A little. Oh, there we go. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <clears throat> this is a wicked fetish. It's pretty much basically just a fucking porn mag. It's fucking great, though. Okay. This is going to be so much fun, I heard Troy say. His big, strong hands kneaded my slippery ass, and Alicia's slim finger slipped out. Troy's was much thicker than hers, and it stretched out my asshole a bit as he thrust it into me up to the second knuckle. He twisted it around a few times. Your asshole is so hot and smooth inside, it's like velvet. Troy pulled out his finger so Jimmy could have his turn. Ah. <laughs> let's just let's just like fuck it get straight to the point <laughs> yeah 
Excited by the wine and madly lustful to enjoy the dear girls to the utmost, I stretched Sophie's legs wide apart, and sinking on my knees, Gamma hooched her virgin cunt till she spent again in ecstasy, whilst dear Annie was doing the same to me, sucking the last drop of spend from my gushing prick. Meanwhile, Frank was following my example. Rosa surrendered to his lascivious tongue all the recesses of her moist, of her moist cherry as she screamed with delight and pressed his head towards her mount when the frenzy of love brought her to the spending point. Polly all the while kissing her friend's belly and frigging him to a delicious emission. Ooh. <laughs> frigging him hard. Frigging him so hard. What was that word gamma hooched? <laughs> we need to bring that word back. Been, I think it means exactly what you think it means. I've been gamma hooched out here. <laughs> <laughs> Want me to go again? I think we. I, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> who is she? Why is she saying all these dirty things? All right. There was a young man of Bombay who fashioned a cunt out of clay, but the heat of his prick turned it into a into his into a brick and chafed all his foreskin away. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> There was a young man of Peru who had nothing whatever to do, so he took out a carrot and buggered his parrot and sent the result to the zoo. Carrot parrot? <laughs> These are some naughty limericks. Those are naughty. This uh, is Victorian stuff, right? This is the Victorian porn. There was a young lady of Hitchin who was scratching her cunt in the kitchen. Her father said, Rose, it's the crabs, I suppose. You're right, Pa, the buggers are itching. Oh. Never cook bacon naked. Yeah, never get cook out bacon of the naked. Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> there was a young man of Satander who tried hard to bugger a gander, but the virtuous bird plugged his arse with a turd and refused to to to, lo, to such low tastes to pander. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there was. Um, we're going to read this and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> there was a young lady of Troy who invented a new kind of joy. She sugared her thing both both in, in, outside and in and then had it sucked by a boy. Mm. Yeah, don't, oh. don't put sugar in your cooch. No. <laughs> no sugar in the vagina. No sugar in the vagina. That's terrible. The shortest, shortest way to a yeast infection. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There was a young man of Dundee who one night went out on his on the spree. He wound up his clock with the tip of his cock and buggered himself with the key. Oh! <laughs> Would you like to read one more excerpt? Yeah, let me see what I got here. We're doing the stable date and what the fucking porn mag. Uh, let's see. Ooh. <laughs> like with the first three words I'm like hmm uh, my knees buckled a bit and they started to shake my hypersensitive cock tapped against the edge of the seemingly ice cold dresser my ass shunted back against her hips and she slithered around to my side making my bicep plant right between her perfect tits I don't think anyone's ever responded to my touch as much as you, she cooed. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, I've ever been with, I said, then wishing I hadn't said something so childish. It feels good to be so appreciated, she said, nibbling on my earlobe. Let's see if you appreciate this. Mm. I'm moist now. Meow. 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 Um, meow, say meow. Meow, say meow. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to, the next, I'm, so now I'm going to play another song from our local love library. So this is one of my favorite songs from the local love library. The song is called Love Right and it's by Le- Relapse and we'll oh. be right back. I love this song.
what you need to do, this is Dr. Phil, what you need to do, what you need to do, first of all, is listen to ecoplexmedia.com. Then you need to make some pancakes. Then you need to vote for Oprah. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be vice president. Vice president, Dr. Phil, it's got a nice ring to it. It does indeed, and I wish we could get Dr. Phil chip. Phil, <laughs> vice president. Um, I was listening to that song, and I'm gonna be this person inside you. Fuck yeah, Doctor Chip to Phil. Oh no, I was going back to the song. No, I know. <laughs> doctor, Doctor, Doctor Chip to Phil. Yeah. Phil, or maybe it's gonna be Phil to Chip. <laughs> Did we just volunteer volunteer him for some activity without his consent? I don't know. I don't know. I better be careful here. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> we violated you, and you didn't even know it, and we're retracting it right now, and so it never happened. <laughs> Cheers. What never happened? <laughs> so our docket this time is uh, a little little mixed up from last time. Uh, we switched it up a little just a bit. Um, we are now presenting two stories from the I'm in the wrong fucking job category. Let me tell you what, ladies. Um, this woman is making money, and uh, it's kind of interesting what she does. My name is Mistress Harley, and I'm a professional financial dominatrix. I dominate men's bank accounts and wallets. There's no undressing, no getting naked. In layman's terms, men pay me for nothing. That's so unfair. What's unfair? The men pay her for nothing? No, uh, that I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> a financial dominatrix. Okay, so um, Miss Miss Jessa Miss Jessabak, would you please? find us the definition of a dominatrix i think if you're listening to the show you probably have a pretty good grasp of what a dominatrix <laughs> is but for the record uh can we get what webster's definition not the urban dictionary definition <laughs> the webster webster websterian is that a word probably it is now there's a term for everything there is and somebody's fapping to it what is a dominatrix according to webster so, a dominating woman, especially one who takes the sadistic role in sadomasochistic sexual activities. Um, okay. A dominating woman, um, but not necessarily a dominant woman in real life, but somebody for the time period of the time of being in sex. Right. Right. That doesn't make sense. But yes, um, <laughs> dominatrix is a person who takes charge of the sex situation and the person who submits is a submissive of a uh, masculine dominatrix would be called a dominant. Yes. And yes, you can hire a dominant instead of a dominatrix. So um, this is a woman who doesn't spank people, who doesn't beat people, who doesn't sex people. She them, uh, dominates them financially. Uh, that, uh, that definitely delves into some interesting, uh, fetishes on the submissives part. Um, and now we're not talking about how, um, pg and &E and Comcast dominate us all financially. Fuck. Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, you know, <laughs> and it is in the way, you know, neither of them actually bend you over and fuck you. So, I mean, are you sure? Uh, well, I hear Rob. I hear. I hear. Excuse me. I hear. <laughs> I hear our housemate crying out every in, in the in the uh, office every time he pays the bill. So maybe he is getting bent over. Uh, let's hear Let's hear what uh, what Miss Harley has 
a little bit more to say about this. I was casually involved in the BDSM scene in San Francisco, and I learned that financial domination was a thing. And I was like, I was born to do this. The men who like financial domination are total losers, so the only way they get attention from a beautiful woman is to provide them with money. Sometimes I have short phone calls that are humiliation-based. Hello, Mistress Harley. I want you to pay me right now, Michael. Yes, Mistress. Good. I've sent you $400, Mistress. Good boy, Michael. That's it. That's it. That's it. I mean, a fool and his money are soon <laughs> separated. Well, the, the 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 phrase being a fool and his money are soon parted, like like her legs are not in this case. Right. Um, you were saying, Miss Jess. I mean, she she's talking about it like it's something to be like. There's no skill in doing this. Every woman is born to do this job. I'm sorry, honey. You don't have anything special going on. You just found a niche. Okay. So then why aren't we doing this? Uh, I think maybe... Like, I think she be, does what, what she has special. A morality gap? I don't think so. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about that in just a second. But what I was thinking was what she has special is that she tapped into a vein of something that is out there and we haven't. Mm-hmm. That's what's special. She also is, as you can tell, dominant. She is definitely the one who is in control. Um, I mean, that was just a quick little phone call. Yeah, but yeah. No, I agree. Um, she has a lot more to say. Of course she does. Sometimes I meet men at ATMs and I withdraw cash directly from their account. Last week, this guy sent me $5,000 and I've never even spoken to him. I've had guys cash out their 401ks. I had a guy sell his car. Other times they engage in a debt contract. That's a legally binding contract. So you just agree to pay me money for services I have provided you, which are nothing. This is an actual business for me. I have a master's degree. I'm incorporated in the state of California and I pay all of my taxes. I never feel guilty about taking a slave's money. Guys demand my attention at every turn, as they do for most women. In supply and demand economy, when you notice that there's a demand for something, you start charging money for the supply. I don't see any reason that I wouldn't be able to do financial domination for the rest of my life. The satisfaction that men get from paying me isn't going to go away. Okay. So she's a smart chick. Yeah. Okay. She found a niche. But seriously, women do this across the country all the time, every day. Yeah. Okay, so there are women who uh, who I'm gonna I'm gonna use an inappropriate term, but women who rape m- men for money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the dudes are just called sugar daddies. But that, but this is but this is a legit thing, and I and it and the sugar daddy dynamic is a little bit different, where the sugar daddy is taking care of his baby, kind of you know, oh baby baby, take y'all, let me take care of you. Versus this is, yes, mistress, let me give you more of my money. Yeah. Um, obviously, this is the the group of people who have uh, the money is no object kind of bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, but is this a legitimate form of where we keep going back to is this a legitimate thing? Should she be doing this? Yeah, we're talking about she pay, yeah. she pays taxes for it. The feds All aren't coming. Taxes. Yeah, the feds aren't coming after her for it. She's there's no sex in exchange for the product. He's literally just people are giving her money because they this is a submissive fetish for them. Then yeah, that's what it is. When she says I do, I get money to do nothing. Mm-hmm. It's 
doing nothing on her part but on the men's part Mm -hmm. what it's doing is giving them something Mm -hmm. i don't identify with that kind of submission but i absolutely identify with what it's like to feel the satisfaction of pleasing a dominant Mm -hmm. as a submissive doing what maybe that's their fetish if if uh, uh, if taking out the garbage is my dominance fetish, and I take out the garbage and I get a, get a reward for that, and I get you know, I know that my dominant is going to be happy with me, mm-hmm. then that's a dynamic that mm-hmm. is rewarding to me, yep. and the reward is for the dominant that the garbage got taken out. That's right. So. Um, this woman, Mistress Harley, um, who I'm pretty sure still lives in the Bay Area, she was on a, a show called The Doctors, which is where I got this clip. And that reminds me, all of the audio clips that you'll hear in Go Fuck Yourself are available um, for you, the listener, to view and follow along at home if you want to play the home game. Um, when uh, you go to echoplexmedia.com and find the page, you will see a link to the docket and you can have all of our clips and... And if you really like what you're hearing and you find some value in it, you can do us a big solid and we will not financially dominate you, but we would like to take some money out of your account every month. (laughs) If you go to our Ecoplex Media Patreon, you can give us $1 a month. You can give us $5 a month. You can give us $100 a month. We're going to lap it up. But if you... uh, if you do contribute to this podcast, which we do out of out of the love of our hearts because we really love uh, presenting information to you and we really love hearing our voices on the radio, um, you will get a little email every time we release an episode with all of the clips packaged neatly up and tied in a little bow and sent into your inbox for you. That's right. And hey, if you are into financial domination, go ahead, make it 5000 yeah, Like, yeah. we appreciate absolutely... It. We're hemorrhaging money. Yeah. We, <laughs> open, open, open your hearts, open your, your purse, open your vagina. It's all the same. We'll, we'll take all donations. We, we do appreciate it. But the people, so the nice people, the nice horrified pearl-clutching hosts of, the, of the, the doctors have this to say to our lovely Lady Harley. Mistress Harley is here. So I take issue with you taking men's money who you call total losers because who does that? Do you feel good about what you do? I feel great about it. They are self-described losers. They desire the humiliation that comes from paying for nothing. You're perpetuating a situation though that they could be lifted out from. They are human beings that have worth and value. Let me ask you. And you're pushing them. (laughs) into their devalued box. If somebody offers you money for nothing, do you stop them and say, wait, you have worth and value. Don't give me your money. <laughs> Honestly, probably. Yes. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> what? Why are you giving that away? You earned that. Why would you just give it away freely? I mean, we'd need a psych session, wouldn't we, Dr. Well, listen, you are not the target audience, so fine. Right. I Okay, so I could see how on the surface level this looks absolutely horrifying yeah here is a woman who is forcing these men to give her their money Mm -hmm. and as people who asked her to as people who you know work and slave 
<laughs> even our, even our language about how we work is mm-hmm. is a dominance thing. We we toil hard to make our cash, and it is very hard earned. Why would how like what they're what they're not able to to figure out is why would an uh, a normal thinking person or a, a standard thinking person like me, obviously Joe America, um, want to give up my hard earned cash to somebody? to do nothing like it's totally different if you give 500 bucks a month to your favorite charity right right because then you know that it's going to homeless kids or feeding the poor whatever it it, whatever you like you can see the direct payoff so what's the payoff they don't see any payoff and she's just got a closet full of designer shoes well i don't think that these men are people who work your you know standard nine to five like these guys are probably getting paid loads of money that they really don't know what else to do with mm-hmm. and that's kind of a part that's what feeds into that feeling of uselessness or whatever that's what makes the domination thing a payoff for them that i think that is the big key of what they're missing is being you know mainstream americans they don't have the sense of i have all this money laying around and nothing to do with it what can i use it for i the the word that 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 she did mention is that the guys are losers what do you what do you feel about that i saw both of you raise your eyebrows when she said that she said self-described losers too so i mean what is a loser we don't need to look that up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not losers. We know it. We we can figure it out. Um, right. What is a what do what do losers? I, what's that mindset? Like what? I really think that because it's self-described, they're calling themselves losers. It really depends on that person's yeah. description of a loser. This like, loser is relative. Like normal is relative. You're normal, mm-hmm. and you're normal. Are oh, honey, I'm no, I'm so not normal. <laughs> I am the not normalist person that's, on the planet. But that's here. what I'm saying, though. Is is normal is relative. Like what my aunt thinks is normal, and what I think are normal are two totally different things. And the things that I do just on a daily basis that I think are fun or, you know, whatever we go to, we do the show, we do all kinds of other little things. Yeah, but we're a bunch of losers, man. Uh, see, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, when I mean, when that's she's talking I mean. about losers or when the losers are talking about losers, are can we can we sort of consensusize that they're talking about they strike out with women? I think so, yes. I, I was, or and pe- possibly people in general, but they they do not have any luck with women. And the and she said earlier the only way for them to get the attention of a pretty woman is to pay them. Right. So you have a choice. You can go to a prostitute, mm-hmm. or you can get your get your rocks off by giving somebody money and knowing that you're making them happy and that makes you happy and then you can go on with your life right the guy as he was doing the i'm gonna ask you media wench because um well you're sort of the the expert on uh watching people do things oh no he <laughs> caught on to the game and then he came on my virtual face yeah do you think these guys are fapping while the while the transfer goes through I would, I would, I would hope before and after. I, 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 I absolutely think that the minute they push send, they're like, and she says, "Thank you." I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. absolutely. So this is definitely a fetish. Yeah. 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 Do you think it's a fetish for her? Like she's no. like, I. Do you think she gets sexually aroused from this? No, no. she has no. masters. 
Oh, oh she, she gets. <laughs> she's educated, yeah. so she can't get turned on. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she, has, she has a master's degree. That doesn't mean that she's not sexually aroused. No, no, I understand that, but I think that she's just smart. I think she found the. Uh, she's she's work smart, not hard. Right. I think if she was into... If she it, lives in San Francisco. She's like... <laughs> if there was any kind of sexual gratification for her, she probably would incorporate sex a little bit, you yeah. know, from time to time. Maybe not with every partner, but... But that makes this an actually really safe kind of play, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, if you have the money to spend and if it gets you off to give somebody your money and, ouch, that 500 bucks hurts a little bit, but I didn't possibly get a sexually transmitted disease from it right then it's 100 come in and kick my ass and take my car keys and steal my shit yeah what who what <laughs> where'd we go <laughs> off on a tangent off on a tangent off on a tangent i have one more clip and i marked it important oh. so let's hear what here's the, the money it, shot it, ha! <laughs> i see what you did there <laughs> media wedge on the on, on the money i mean hey guys Listen, the BDSM community, I think, is largely misunderstood. There have been empirical studies done, and in general, psychologically, they're actually doing pretty well. They don't have, in fact, as high of incidences of depression, anxiety, or post-traumatic stress disorder as the normal community who does not practice BDSM. What does it stand for? Bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. Masochism is the right. So these are people who practice that as a way to achieve sexual pleasure and sexual excitement. But there's no way that you can actually screen out people who are truly mentally ill and not just sort of playing this little game where I'm a loser, ha ha ha. It's that they're actually sick and they need help. Well, I'm not a doctor and I'm not qualified to evaluate anybody's mental health situation. That's not my job. You know, ding, people ding, ding, ding. seek me out specifically mm-hmm. for to pay me. That's what they want. I don't call anybody. I don't go to their house. I don't email them. They Google search for financial domination. But don't you ever get the sense with some of your clients that maybe they're a little sick and need help and shouldn't be doing this? I barely even talk to them. The amount of contact I have with the people that pay me is almost zero. She's at the 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 pearl clutching uh, uh, bobbing head of Mm -hmm. the doctors is absolutely right. There's probably psychologically something wrong with somebody who gets off sending somebody five hundred dollars yes like let's 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 not let's just cut through the bullshit right now right that is definitely not a um, i I hate using the word normal because that's that's kind of a, a taboo word but that's not something people normally do no well, but therapists are expensive, too, and they're obviously not spending the money on that, or maybe they are. And you can hardly sit in your, in your therapist's office with your dick out. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Depends Media on the out. therapist. Maybe this just is got the area, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you're doing, like, a, a, a FaceTime session or something, or a dick time session, whatever it's called. Oh, God. Um, no, the... the, the the point being, this is this is a deviance. This is where we get into the kink. It is an abnormality. It is a turn away from what is considered normal mainstream. And right. again, I'm using the word normal in quotation marks, yeah, which quotes. you can hear, air, air quotes. Um, these people should absolutely be under psycho- psychiatric evaluation for one thing or another to get, be getting help with their feelings of inadequacy and low self-worth. But... If you're going to pay 500 bucks an hour for a therapy session and you know that sending mistress 500 dollars 
is going to make you feel better, mm-hmm. then you don't even have to leave your house. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to put on pants. <laughs> Maybe they're agoraphobic. Um, should she, if somebody offers you money to do nothing, should you say, no, I'm not going to take it, you have self-worth? Uh, you know, I'm never, <laughs> not in a financial position to turn down money at all, so. Okay, like, um, <laughs> what, what do you think, Jess? I, I just, I don't know that I could do it and be able to sleep at night. Now, would I take the money still? Yeah, I'd just toss and turn a you know little what bit. My, what, you know what my compulsion is every time that I get money is to is to give it away. Yeah. So what I would probably do, this is honest to God truth, what I would probably do if somebody said, if somebody just like came up to me and said, here's $500 and I'm like, why are you giving me $500 you fucking wear down? I'd be like, just feel like it. Here you go. I would probably... Take everybody out to the fucking pizzeria and fucking, you know, and, and you know, you know, just do little things like that. And okay. so Ed, the the thought if somebody gives you five hundred dollars for just doing nothing, I think part of the screening process when she when people Google search financial dominatrix mm-hmm. and contact you, you have to say, here's what I'm going to want. Can you afford this? And if they say, no, I can't, but I really want you, mm-hmm. then you say, well, here is cheaperdomsareus.com mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. a nice day yeah. like I think the whole point is you shouldn't be taking people's money they offer it to her right they are seeking her out and they are consensually mm-hmm. that's a big word they are consensually doing this they are giving her their money by their own free will yeah. and consent she's not going in the parking lots putting a little thing around your windshield well, wiper you know? you know I mean but maybe she goes to high roller type parties and she, you know, playfully suggests or whatever. Like, we don't know that she doesn't advertise in some sort of way. Well, she does, I mean, she just I mean, like she, prostitutes in Vegas. She's like, like a, she has website. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she does, so, she does advertise. Yeah, she, she does website. advertise. She and does she advertise on the internet. In, in, in fairness. And when you, when you get the docket folks, you can take a look and watch the whole video. Oh my God, her shoes. I, I, by the way, psst, I, I do have a shoe fetish. Is, I, I love fetish. I, but I don't fap to shoes. That's the thing. I, I love shoes. I think it's more the architecture of shoes. You're going to love all the shoes I just brought to the house, by the way. Oh, God. All right. I'm going to. All right. <laughs> oh, all right. So here's our second fetish on the docket. Um, I have a couple of short little clips, and this is the first one. I decided I had to. I waffled on whether or not I should include that clip. Meow, 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 meow. But I'm certainly glad I did. I'm glad you did too. Meow, meow. Um, apparently, there is now in Colorado a, a cat house, a cat house, a literal an cat, house. cat house, <laughs> or what they call it. They call it a kitten house. And okay, it, it's a it cat is, house. It is well, but a traditional <laughs> cat house is a whorehouse, and right. it's not a whorehouse. So let's be clear in what we're doing. It is a house of cats. How's that? It's a house of cats. Um, here, they explained. I'm Isabella and I run the Chateau. We are based in Colorado, but originally I'm from England. Kid and Play is a community of men and women who associate with the feline qualities. You have Persian kitty that's very fluffy and that's like your classic domesticated kitten. We have also what we call the feral kitten, which are more, think like punk kittens. 
then we have the what I call the kawaii kittens, which is much more Japan, Harajuku style. You don't have to really fit into any one bracket. You can make your own way and your own decisions just, you know, what you want to be. So the fetish here is people enjoy dressing up as cats and embodying the spirit of, the behavior of, the personality of cats. They dress up as cats. They wear sexy lingerie. You are definitely going to want to check the docket for the link to the video because all of, the cute, all of the cute tushies are, are just going to make you say, oh, Feathers and corsets and kitty cat ears. Yeah, more fur than feathers. Yeah. The, fe the feathers are the meal. <laughs> <laughs> there are, um, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in the next clips, but um, there are people who behave as cats and there are people who beha behave as the cat mistresses and masters. There, have, there, there has to be somebody there to hurt all the kitties. <laughs> so, um, round, table round, show of hands, who here has played kitten at one point? Not sexually necessarily, but who plays a cat? I fucking meow at everything. Three, three out of three. I've, yeah. I've worn I've, ears, okay, but it's never been a thing. Yeah. And, I'm a, and I'm a dog person, but I have worn cat ears on more than one occasion. Yeah. At, Media Wench meows constantly. I do. I meow all the time. She meows all the time. So I just presume you are a cat. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> we live together she hears me I fucking meow all the time she meows all the time <laughs> and I've started it too and it's annoying because I'm a dog person um the, not for long so okay meow, see? <laughs> <laughs> um is there anything wrong with this I don't think at all it's no. adorable I mean why it's like it's adorable why not why not just go have fun and not everyone lives in this house there there's, are people who do live there full-time yeah but th there's many people that just come for the weekend come mm. for the day coming all the day <laughs> all yeah, day now i'm saying are we sure the that there's no boning that goes down in the cat house that was not mentioned on this particular expose however if you check the link i believe the story is from vice we yes. love vice the um i believe you can do more more research and find out oh yeah there's definitely sex oh yeah uh, so i mean cat house cat house, <laughs> cat house. <laughs> here let's hear a little let's find out a little bit more about what goes on in the kitty house in colorado i'm literally the oldest most direct kitten out of the group i'm like i'm the most dominant subservient kitten here in my personal opinion i feel the subservient always has more power over the dominant the subservient can ma absolutely manipulate the situation to their own knees and what may seem like a punishment may be the very thing they're jockeying for. So for example, I play a lot of uppity bottom, meaning I'm a brat, meaning I purposely push boundaries. I look for the loopholes. I'm looking to get in trouble in the places when, where, and how. So by getting in trouble is actually a reward for me, even though it may come across as a perceived punishment or enforcement of of a, of a rule. Seriously, I'm, I'm going to be 47 in August. I have my own business for 17 years. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. This is playground. This is, out of everyday life, this is the escape. Who wouldn't want someplace that's safe to escape? There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> okay, so um, she mentioned something that I think is very important, both in our ongoing discussion of BDSM, oh, which, by the way, Mistress Harley stands for bondage and dominance, dominant, uh, bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, sadomasochism. In our ongoing talk, um, she 
brings up the fact that she is a dominant submissive. Mm-hmm, right. Which is, uh, some people call it uh, topping from the bottom, mm-hmm. but here it's what the whole house is about. Cats are, by nature, mischievous. Yes. Cats are bratty. Mm-hmm. Cats do not behave. Cats do their own thing. Mm-hmm. They push things off the table. <laughs> and what they're looking for most of the time is attention. Attention. Mm-hmm. attention. Yep. Or or to be left alone, what, whatever their thing is. But usually they're looking for attention. Yeah. So is this a bunch of uh, attention attention whores? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, yeah. I'm going to dress up all fancy and get yeah. everybody to pay attention to me. Of course. Yeah. I want to wear a fluffy tail yeah. and I want someone to pet me. And I want to be a brat about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by being a dominant submissive, it means that you can... Be the and and what she was talking about is the submissive is actually always the one who is in charge. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like the Miss Harley, our financial dominatrix, she's not in charge. Mm-hmm. The submissive is the mm-hmm. submissive is the one who is saying how often they do the thing, how often it happens, what the dynamic between the two is like, mm-hmm. and what kind of punishment or reward is to be received for these actions. Yep. It and that's that's kind of a real kind of twist that you don't understand unless you actually play in kink and and get to practice out these dynamics people see a dominant with a whip or a master with the whip and they think oh that's the guy in charge that's absolutely bass backwards right. it's the other person it's the submissive it's otherwise the one who's there would tied be up. no safe word mm-hmm. <laughs> right right otherwise there would be no safe word and um the the cat being the the dominant here is a really unusual thing because you think the kittens are being punished but the kittens are the ones actually doing all the misbehavior they're bringing it on mm-hmm. they're bringing it on there's one more clip here and i marked it not important but um this is this is important for us to talk about i do think that kink shaming and slut shaming is a very real thing not just even in our community but in our whole community as a general like as as i think most of us as women at just some point in our lives have experienced slut shaming you know we should be supporting each other as human beings in that endeavor and that effort because we have so much potential and creativity in each of us that didn't really have anything to do with the cats yeah but what why i i think i think that people get a lot of backlash when they mix when they when their private lives cross over into public if you go to the mall and you see a bunch of people walking around with kitten ears what do you think those people walking around with kitten there's ears. there's a bunch of kids walking around with kitten ears they're being oh where's the con where's the con, <laughs> where's the con? <laughs> right because we're in the bay area but in places maybe uh in the middle of the united states where things aren't quite so minded of the openness um if people are walking around in kitten ears and uh, you know collars and chains, lead, you know leashes leading one another. Oh, you're like fucking killer fucking tweakers from. Oh no! Yeah. No, well, people are looked down upon. People, yeah, exactly. People are looked openly down upon. ridiculed. Yeah, openly ridiculed and shamed. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a show of hands at this table. Who has ever felt uh, shamed to be sexy? by anybody oh yeah all three all three i think that 
being a kitten and being in a cat house and getting to work out your kinks um, in a safe environment that has uh, no impact on anybody outside the house Mm -hmm. whatsoever. And it's so fluffy. So you know what we should tell all the people who kink shame play kittens? Go to go fuck fuck yourself. We're gonna we're gonna have a quick little break here because uh, I think we need a palate cleanser. This uh, this song is brand new to the local love library and to Echoplex Media, and I'm so glad it is. This is a group called Seven and the Spellbreakers. This song is called "Come to Mama," and it's dedicated to all the kittens and dynam- uh, financial dominatrix dominatrices out there. Yes, yum. Oh, 
I will come to you, Mama. <laughs> I love that song.